Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly. How low can we go? 47% with 2014's The Town That Dreaded Sundown. You're probably listening to this on Facebook. I just want to put this at the top of the show. That way it's not the end. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. But if you're listening to this and you love the show, please consider heading over to iTunes. Apparently these are very important. Consider giving us a five-star review. If you listen to our Batman episode, we were requesting riddles in exchange for a five-star review. I haven't seen any riddles. So throw us your best riddle and we will <laughs> on a review on iTunes and we will try to solve it in the next episode. Okay, now let's jump into this movie, George. We... I haven't seen the original Town That Dreaded Sundown. Correct. So we're, uh, so I mean, we're... I've seen most of it in pieces over time. But okay. I, I never sat down and watched it end to end. And I've, I've grown up getting it confused with Dark Knight the Scarecrow. <laughs> so that's, right. that, that is sort of our background with this movie. We watched it on Tubi. And that's kind of all this franchise is but until this movie. We're until this movie. Yeah, we watched it on Tubi, which made it very interesting. Because <laughs> after <laughs> there was, oh there's, it wasn't bad. Like the commercials, I think that there was like five breaks, <laughs> uh, two minutes a piece with commercials. But like the first kill happens and then it cut to a shampoo commercial and i didn't know it was cutting to commercial and i was like whoa this movie's going all over the place man it's like 70s kind of like trashy film kind of feel but then like beautiful commercials i didn't know where it was going and the commercials are obviously 50 times louder than the thing and they and brighter and the transitions were rough and i i actually i'm glad you brought this up at the top because it was a testimony to how good the kills were in this movie that some of those transitions were really hard to make because you were watching <laughs> really very funny. awful things happen to the human form and all of a sudden panteed. I want like, I want I want to get hired by Tubi <laughs> to like be their horror dude and just put commercials to combine. For, yeah, so it could be like super inappropriate timings, you know what I mean? <laughs> like just like really bad shit. It was amazing how uh, like some of the awfully times uh, the transitions were. Okay, so that- uh, yeah, 2014. It was a low budget, low budget movie right. directed by Alfonso Gomez. And this Rahal. the Hollow Go Go series. We're now at four. Hope I said that last name right. Uh, I, I took a confident stab at it. But <laughs> you we're did. Just... You're good. Okay. I'm gonna fight for him. So he's he, uh, okay. Um, and the composer we're... is. We looked it up. We can't. It's it's Ludwig something. He did the Mandalorian theme. That's all you need to know. This That's guy. Right. This he's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get. It. I have to let. You're, have you're to, too accurate. We'll get. I have dang. to let Apple know. Yeah, it's too, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was a human reenaction. <laughs> it was not. It was not the Walt Disney Corporation playing of the Mandalorian theme. Your disclaimer voice is better than <laughs> that, was voice voice I I the, that was my Bob Iger. That was my Bob Iger. You're at the Walt Disney Corporation. I wear nice sweaters and let Bob Chapek ruin, ruin throw this company into the ground. <laughs> I want you to randomly throw quotes from this movie at me in Bob Iger's voice as this podcast. <laughs> Every Bob. Iger, every Bob Iger quote has to start because it is masterclass. Every line is like the Walt Disney Corporation. <laughs> like that's he always he sounds, said. he's underwater. He me. does. Um, okay. Town the Dread Sundown. Yes. Order of dis- order in the court. Yes. Order order, order of discussion. Yes. Uh, first thing we have to talk about. What's the most important thing about this movie? The look and the sound of this movie. Yep. This that the, whatever this movie does well 
is Venn diagrammed hugely into the look and sound of the movie. The further the Venn diagram gets away from the look and sound and the closer it gets the story, <laughs> the, <laughs> the more trouble this movie gets. <laughs> so the look and sound are, to me, are phenomenal. It, it, it's it's a really unique... And the thing is, there I knew there had to be an explanation for why this franchise is so tiny, <laughs> right? And, and then my, the mystery grew when I actually watched this movie and I'm like, oh, it looks really good. The kills are super savage and whatever, but... Um, it apparently financially it was a complete disaster, so that's part of the <laughs> yeah, part of the explanation. That's of, not good. <laughs> why the franchise went nowhere? But it, it's baffling when you the look of it, the look of this movie. There were shots across like various opening shots across main streets in this movie, where I swore it was. I, I'm like, is Christopher Nolan <laughs> like what's happening here? Yeah, it was on this budget is tiny for this film, and it looks amazing. There was a. It was interesting. It had a very, I don't know, scrambled bag of shots like that. So mm-hmm. it would go from like those beautiful shots to then like really harsh, very seventies mm-hmm. looking shots. I keep thinking of like the funeral home mm-hmm. and it looked like every lamp in there had just the brightest orange bulb they could find <laughs> on planet earth. It just had that seventies, seventies look. And you know, what's always interested me about there was one moment. Remember where there was a couple talking and we thought they were being abducted by aliens. Oh yeah. There was just this one. So hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just, we looked up, we were like, wait, are they are they about to be beamed? Yeah, we were watching them. Like, <laughs> like, like you just thought like some Plan Nine stuff was gonna happen. Sorry, sorry. Um, but that, that, that's always been what's sort of fascinating to me about seventies cinematography because this movie very much leaned into like late seventies House of the Devil, House of the Devil ish yeah. kind of kind of like how they try to get that seventies look, but also like it, the thing with seventies films, and this is why I'm not the biggest seventies fan is. I when I think of seventies cinematography and the way that seventies films look, it's usually like that. It's usually like a really dirty, grimy film stock <laughs> with a lot of like browns and orange tints to it, which this movie had, which was it was what it was leaning into. No, really- but I always get confused. Here's the thing though. But then there's also movies in the seventies like The Exorcist or Blowout. Sure. Or the you know, dark, the blues and green. Yeah, where it, where it, it looks, like, it looks, yeah. it still looks modern to this day, and yeah. this movie kind of does that, and that's why seventies cinema is always kind of like conflicted me. I'm like, mm-hmm. do I love you or do I hate right, you? Right, right. And it's a very case by case thing. But right, this movie like, did right, both are you, of those. Right? Are you like this amazing onyx gemstone, or are you like Tatooine? Or whatever? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just this what hard, are you? Right? This hard, <laughs> which, by the way, uh, here at the Walt Disney Corporation, we released the trailer <laughs> See, for Obi Wan. I did it, and it actually looked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. And I was like, I wasn't excited for it, but I was like, that trailer looks really good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. All right. So yeah, no. the The thing is, what you're saying is right. The weird part to me is that this looked really like dirty, but then there was an intensity to the kills that the landscape became part of. Yeah. Right. And I. So first of all, I just when we're talking about look and feel. I the opening of this movie is one of the best openings. To a slasher. I'm pretty sure they did this on the last drive. I think they did the original on the last drive-in. I think, which totally makes sense, because when you see the drive-in logo, you think of Joe Bob almost immediately. Naturally. But I loved the environment, the the tracking shot across, like, introducing everyone like you were in a Netflix crime series. You're you're getting red herring people, like, introduced to you, like, maybe that's a killer, because it's it's kind of a thriller. It's very Zodiac-y in its, you know, nature Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then, oh yes, but yeah, especially with the two, kids yeah, and then and the Reverend um, it, it set up a little thing to to heckle people on the way into the drive-in, which I love. The Reverend's the Lost Boys, 
Yeah, which is incredible. Like, I mean, all <laughs> Richie of... Rich's dad, so I know. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, or the Gilmore Girls' grandpa. That's, that, that's, he's one of those actors. Right, right, he's he's right. always someone from a movie. Yeah. Right. But it's, I mean, all of that, that environment. And then that's just the beginning was just to set up that scene to follow people who leave and then go get killed. And the, the one of the things about this movie that I love is that the look is in tandem with the fact that the movie isn't going to make the obvious horror movie choice most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the time, you think, oh, this first couple we're following, it's it's the drive-in killer. <laughs> you see I mean, there's a couple going out to make out. They're all going to die, but she doesn't die, right? And then it, something about what happens in that scene at the end in the twist is... <laughs> right, not something a horror movie usually does. No. So it, it the movie's like making these weird choices, but while it's making these weird choices, it's making weird camera moves. I swear to God, I, I've never watched a horror movie where I've been bafflingly reminded of Children of Men so many times. Really? It, yeah, it's so weird because it was just we were moving with the camera at times we shouldn't have been moving with the camera. Like it, they were doing these weird. There adventurous was a lot of camera choices right like yeah. but they like with sam raimi he's got a strategy right you can tell you're in a strategy he knows i'm gonna zoom it here and mm-hmm. like, there was no strategy here they were just like this might look cool dude i thought that it's so crazy you said that when they when um there's a there's a kill and the woman is then posted up like a scarecrow mm-hmm. they do they do like it's like a you know like a little dolly like zoom yes. into the thing and to me when i was watching it i was like they did it like that because they just thought it would look cool. Totally. It's and a it, grab bag. Right? Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. That's the thing. <laughs> it's it's it? one of those things like when you're on set, like how do you not do that? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a good, like when you're there, you're like, yeah, that's going to look great. Right. Well, if you have a higher level plan. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But regardless, I think that the movie does. the. It looks amazing. It looks. It's what you do when you have fun. Right. And, they, right. and just like the strangers pray at night. There's more outdoor than in the strangers. There's like outdoor killing here. And when you don't have that confinement claustrophobia, you got to have it look menacing. And they did such a good job of making the kills look savage and framing them in savage circumstances. Right. Because a lot of times that really falls down in a lot of movies. Like, so I'll give you an example, like a great one of the best Jason kills of all time. The, the punch, the, the, the takes Manhattan, like punch the head off. Oh yeah. 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 So that 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 punch is iconic, right? But that background looks terrible, right? right? Like it's not that's not a shot you put up on your wall. It's a very cheap. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's a boom mic shadow in there. Like it's, like, it's <laughs> yeah, a, right. But the, the this stuff there's like it looks really good behind it. The music you were you didn't notice the music while we were watching it. No, I didn't notice the music at all. Like it was that was very like the least the least uh thing. I'm still stuck on the visuals though because there's a scene where the lone wolf comes in oh. and they're in the office, they're in the, they're in like the police headquarters and all of a sudden it looks like a Michael Bay shot. Like it all of a sudden, remember like it all of a sudden, like to me, it would just just look like a million dollar shot. And I don't know. It's strange because all the cops are like behind they're like they're all eating food. It's really weird. They're the one the one cops always he's like in church with like a chicken wing in his hand. I'm like, why is this guy always eating? Um that million dollar (laughs) I I call it the million dollar shot because it just looked like an Mm -hmm. expensive shot. Just so this movie's always just jarring you with the visuals itself like right. it's, so, it's either harsh and then it gives you a little breathing room like 
I don't know. Maybe that's why I was reminded of Children of Men. I felt off kilter. I didn't know what was happening, which is going to transition great to our order of discussion. Yeah, I, I so for, for sounds, the oh. the music, the, the cool sounds was all at the drive-in stuff. I really liked yes. it. Anytime you can hear like an older movie track playing and you see like modern movies over there, like totally. you know something bad's going to happen. That's, that kind of setup, I'm always a sucker for. Like, I like the always... sounds of the setups of the kills, too. I thought they... it was. It's weird that we saw this after the Batman because it, there was so much where killers were emerging from the shadows with very minimal, low, sinister music. Yes. It was... It was <laughs> Both movies were, like, doing that a lot. It was quite weird. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's the first order yes. discussion. I feel great about that. Uh, number two, what and why is this movie? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> what is this movie? It reminds, reminds me of a quote from the Walt Disney Corporation movie, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. What is Drax? <laughs> Just sliding them in. <laughs> so, I was torn a little bit with how much love uh, of what this movie was mm-hmm. because obviously is it a, it's it's like a sequel homage love to the original high i just keep calling it a hybrid in my movie or in this movie meta documentary me, me, yeah meta kind of thing like there was a point in time um before like the halfway point i think it was the second commercial interruption <laughs> we had where i was i was sort of bummed that this movie kept cutting back to the original mm-hmm. like almost mm-hmm. kind of yeah. inexplicably inexplicably you know what i mean yes. it, it just kept cutting back to it and it was kind of annoying me at at yeah. first it, it that this that this grew on me last of everything and i and i right i, <laughs> I kind of like it now but when we were watching it, it reverse grew on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I I hated it a little bit more than I did, and you liked it a little more than you did. It's yeah. It's, I think it did rely too much on the old. I that's that's what annoyed me about it mm-hmm. is we know that I mean the movie's only hour twenty, and and twenty of it might be the, the other old, movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that that that's what the, that's what disappointed me the most. I kind of <laughs> wish they had just leaned into just being their own thing right. more. It yeah. kind of it kind of just kept feeling like like hey dad like can I you know my soul my soul good dad can yep. I have a couple clips yep. here and like they just kept pulling from like yep. stop it like yep. we understand like in this movie the 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 movie exists the director's son still lives there but yep. like be your own thing. I wish it was its own thing a little bit more. Right. I, but well, I, you see, so the thing from from our, or at least my new favorite YouTuber, um, what makes the songs thing, um, he, where he's talking about you had to steal it and then add a twist. I was right? thinking about that. Right? After the movie that's ended. what they're doing in this movie is they're stealing and then adding a twist or like mm-hmm. most of the time, right? And and I felt like they were doing well enough at that most of the time to whatever. So the fact that they were incorporating a lot of the old movie. I felt like they because the movie didn't take off and become as big as they wanted it to. They kind of had to do. They were their own world building machine. Right. <laughs> they had to be their own world building machine, and I think right. it led them astray to use the other one a little too much. But it didn't. It didn't hurt it that bad for me. I mean, let's be honest. I'm not. This isn't like <laughs> this movie isn't you know to be a masterpiece to me. I just think it's probably going to land higher than where. You know, it's aggregated right now. Okay. Yeah, no, I... I but we, we don't know what this movie is. We don't know why, who it's servicing. Yeah, it just, to me, it just kind of felt like these cats wanted to make a horror movie. They loved the original, and then yeah. they got they had this idea, and they Which just went out and made a fun horror movie. Like, it, I <laughs> it don't gave us it's... an amazingly lethal drinking game, or Worms game. What was the... You kept... Oh, anytime <laughs> they said, 
Ar- Texarkana. Te- Texarkana. It was eat a, eat a spoonful When you're of watching beans. this movie. Oh, beans. That's yeah. right. If you're watching this movie, <laughs> we, here's our challenge to you. Watch this movie. And every time they say the word Texarkana. Or you see it. Or see it. No, here it's enough. There's, <laughs> there's not gonna make no, it there's way. one prominent one where it's like dead center of the screen. Okay. And you can't, you, you have to honor it. You see it uh, every time. Every time you hear or see the word Texarkana, eat a, a spoonful of beans. Yeah, and then black tell, beans, tell baked beans. Yeah, by the end of it, it's not gonna be pretty. It's <laughs> it's not. It's just you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna look like Christopher Lloyd at the end of Dennis the Menace. He's got like a mouthful of beans. It was interesting that there were two investigations going on on either side of either city, and the, sometimes they weren't. I wish know, they, they were had clashing I, with each other and. They weren't hand in hands. That's where it got zodiac I wish the movie was better written or ha- it had more chops. What do you mean better be- written? It has the Gary Cole dying scene. This movie is Citizen Kane. Yeah, you're right. What was I think? <laughs> no, but because the idea of investigation, Arkansas side, investigation, Texas side, like that, that back and forth dynamic is, I thought that was actually really fucking cool. It was cool. cool. I actually loved, like, yeah. I, w- I just wish they had p- went more into that. They couldn't because they were honoring the original so hard <laughs> right, that, right, like, right. if they had been their own thing, like, that investigation of the dual sides, I think, could have led to something really awesome. I I, uh, I agree. I, I really did like all that part. All, everything that was happening there was good. Yeah. Um, so that's what is and why is this movie? We're still. Not... I, we, I don't know. It's a sequel, I guess, but it's a hybrid sequel. It's a hybrid of some sorts. Right. right. And then why? I, I'm not exactly sure. And, and then there were no more. So I think we got the answer. The, whatever well, they thought the if, answer to why was was probably wrong. In the, but... in the film, they, they do mention the legend of Boggy Creek. Right. And well, so... the, right. The director. And that's a weird twist, by the way. There's a. F- I'm, I don't think. Has a horror movie ever done this before? There's a fictional son of a real director. In this yeah, movie. Was, like, there's a made-up child for a real person who made the movie. That's a very odd turn of events. No, it was, but it was another red herring that they had to do. Yeah, and I did, I did. Well, what I was saying was, if they, if if these filmmakers decide to do Legend of Body Creek, then the why is this movie is apparent because they're just going to go do that. <laughs> that guy's, <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, that guy's filmography. And then it's like, okay, well, at least we have an answer for, <laughs> for that. that. The, yeah. Watching them film the original in this movie, I always like when there's a film crew in a movie. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I just think it always looks cool. And mm-hmm. it kind of, like before we were recording, I said it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Just which little, I like. Yeah, and which, yeah, which, which yeah. we really like. So, um, this movie just kind of wavers back and forth a little bit. Now, what's the next order of discussion? The killer, the phantom. Okay, because good, because this is the fun part. Tata sack Jason. So until the end, it's amazing. It's it's intense. The close-ups of the eyes, right? The design, the look, the kills, how the kills are executed, and I like I was telling you while we were watching this movie, I don't think I've ever seen a movie killer just get down to killing as fast as he was business. as this killer is doing. And you know, it, it's the way a killer would kill if they if they were like mean and crazy, but also wanted to minimize their chance of getting caught. Mm-hmm. It seems like horror movie killers never care about getting caught. They just never get caught, but they don't care about it. Yeah. Right? They, they just, just do they it. They just linger or do moves or, you know, like right on the wall messages or mm-hmm. like there's none of that for this killer, this killer, when this killer, by the time you see this killer, you're dead. It's already over. Right. The, uh, what I wanted to go back and, 
and rewatches. Spoiler alert: There's they scream to it, and there's or they scream it. There's mm-hmm. two killers yes. at the end, but there's also like a ton of close-ups of the Phantom's eyes, mm-hmm. and I wanted to go and see if like I could I could have sworn that one close-up the eyes were brown and one close-up the eyes were like blue, mm-hmm. and I didn't mm-hmm. start to think about that, and maybe until the end, and I kind of want to go back and see That's if they cool. alternate yep. before just to like throw the audience. They off. moved a little different. I noticed this time, knowing the ending. Really? They, they, yeah, it's interesting. I want to. I kind of want to go back and watch some of the scenes. Yeah, it's interesting how they how they how they're playing the two because they have different, slightly different styles, which is interesting, and it's. It's funny. I'm not actually against the two killer thing. It, it it was a very cool side effect in this movie that it explained like the Michael Myers thing or the Jason thing. Right. Because she would be running and he would just be walking, but then he would catch her and you'd be like, how the fuck? Yeah. And it's always supernatural, but it wasn't supernatural. It was the two killer thing, which could be cool. It could be the explanation for why. Right. Like the slow moving killer is catching people, but the problem is, you, first you straight up rip it off and don't have a compelling reason for it, and then the characters you picked to make the killers were a fail. That was it would have worked if you had picked well. <laughs> yeah, that right. that was a fail, and the way they killed the fan, phantoms total fail. They killed each other. I mean, I guess that makes sense since they were both the best killers in the movie. I kind of like it now. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, he the one phantom killed the other, and then the other ones get ready to stab our final girl within reach of a pistol. And somehow, while he's like straddling her, she's able to grab the gun, turn around, ice him between the eyes. Yeah, but the the other the other killer was fatally wounded by the other killer. Then they were fighting it out, and he was trying to kill her. But even if he killed her, he was going to die in that field. The killers canceled each other out. Oh, okay. And then it was just, were they going to get her before they died, right? I think. I mean, that's how I remember it going down. I think they took each other out, and then it was just like, is he going to be able to get her? It's like when the... That's why she lived. She had two arrows. (laughs) Good Lord. Those were intense arrows. Yeah, those were were very intense. Um, But the kills were super creative, visually (laughs) interesting. They were very... Better than they had to be for a movie like this. And brutal, man. They were were the one scene where... uh, the one girl is uh, banging her military bro- boyfriend, <laughs> and he takes his severed head and breaks the window, which was cool. I like that. Oh, and her jumping out of the window. I anytime someone jumps out from something more than like one story in a horror movie, uh-huh. you know the next thing you're gonna see is a close up of their ankles and a bone sticking out. There's yeah. almost no no. And every it's a law, like you said. It is. It is a law, and it will. Always make my but they added a twist. They stole it, but added their twist. This is the what makes this yes because she had to try to (laughs) she had to try to pump push the brake while starting her car, and you just see her put like I don't know the uh, as much pressure as she could given the circumstance, and you just see her like trying to move, and then she screams, and yeah, you just you just you just felt it. (laughs) But the the phantom then going into the car. And then he just kind of like grabs her, just starts stabbing the shit out of her, and it's really brutal and blood splattering all over the mm-hmm. car. And it the it was just, it looked it looked awesome, like from a horror perspective. He also talked a lot in the beginning, which slasher villains don't usually do, and it worked, which yeah. is hard to do. Try to write a whole bunch of dialogue for your villain, slasher villain with some time, but it worked in this one because they just zodiaced it. Yeah, and they and, and that that plays to the brutality of the killer. Just didn't waste any. He didn't waste any time. Straight to the point. He also, what we thought was interesting was, um, 
it's so kind of weird. I'm like, is this voided of the title slasher if he doesn't have a knife? Because he used a gun quite a bit. Like he just straight up just shot people. He was <laughs> shooting people the way I felt like the gunfights were staged the way the gunfight between Josh Brolin and Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men is staged. <laughs> yes. It was, you know, like, it was just a lot of dark. Couldn't really tell what was happening. A lot of people, one of them was just firing blindly. <laughs> the other one really knew what he was doing. Like it was. A, yeah, there was, was two different skill sets, two different was, skill it was, gaps. It was interesting. Uh, thrown lead at you. Um, and then one of them, he's like Lee Harvey Oswalding it. Like he's in like a building <laughs> and he like, he kills grandma. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Grandma's just left to die horribly. Grandma had a great chemistry with the main character. I did like that. Was, was there anything to add to the Phantom other than the fan? I just, I mean, the thing is, cause that's who we're getting to next. I, I think it's all great. I think all of, I think everything about the killer until the reveal was great. And I don't even think the concept for the killer was wrong. I think it was just that they couldn't write a character interesting enough to actually make the villain. Right. Yeah. It was when you have something like the boy where they made, where, I mean, I'm going to say that it was a mistake to have Brahms be not supernatural at the end of the first one. A lot of people like that twist that, that, you know, it's the, the having, Having Brahms have some abilities clearly is more menacing than just mm-hmm. having like someone who lives in the walls, right? Multiple spoilers in this, this episode. But <laughs> someone's but, like, "Damn it, I was going to watch the boy, and then I was going to watch the boy." But the thing, but that's the thing is, good <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys, <laughs> right? Exactly. But but you know, this character could have been one that I would have been so interested if they had brought back. Yeah. But it didn't work. And the only defense I could make is that really the heritage, the legacy of the serial killing is the villain of this movie. It haunts the town. It traumatizes the people. They can't escape it. They talk about it. Random scenes from it flash up all the time. Yeah. The 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 ultimate main character of this movie is introduced post, you know, killing attempt under the screen of the movie while it's showing, mm-hmm. right? Later. Oh, and, and I will say that was one of my favorite shots is when um, our main girl is shot. crawling and all the headlights flash them to take a, take a look at that shot that's was a great shot. Beautiful. That's I loved that. Great shot. So, and that's what I'm saying is that it, this movie had so much of, of tasty stuff like that to me that, that I didn't expect that it, it reminded me of ultimately kind of, well, I don't want to talk about it cause we're going to do better same or worse. So we'll, we'll do that when we do that. But the last, okay. Yes. So then order, order, order. Uh, the last thing of order was the side characters. Oh, yeah, and right. the way you build a good horror movie is you start with the middle class and build out. That's <laughs> I love that you framed that's, it. That's just how I thought I love about how it. you framed it because with I was thinking with the Batman I had liked the, you know, the central characters and didn't care about the peripheral characters. They didn't connect right. with me the way they connected with with other people. I mean, I got that Colin Farrell's performance as the Penguin was great. I just thought the Penguin character was like so easy to defeat that I was so well, I think you're. Get, I think we're getting a, a, TV a spinoff, show. right? Yeah. <laughs> but but the, regardless, it's flipped here. In this one, I actually really cared about the peripheral characters, like the grandma and mm-hmm. Gary Cole, the police character, and all of the police characters. Honestly, and the, out their situation, all that. It reminded me of Twin Peaks a little bit. I liked the side characters. Yeah, there was the another. There was another cop too, another older cop who. I, mm-hmm. I can't give him a name, but he's one of those guys. When you see him, you're like, he's a good actor, right? Right, and Lone Wolf came in with so much confidence, and then I expected him to be totally mean, but he was so supportive to her ran- yes. randomly. she was. No one believed that she was trying to track down the killer, and he's like, no, we're going to listen to what she has to say. What she has to say is important. I really liked that. That's what I mean, is every time the movie had a chance to do the typical cliche, like whatever, 
not every time, but a lot of times it had the chance to do the cliche thing. It would be like, no, we're going to sit and listen to this person. This is important. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? That why, was nice. Why is it making these interesting choices where it didn't need to, to be honest? I mean, it was on the way to fail. It was for yeah. a franchise. The, novel the lone, the lone wolf character was, was great. And, and listening to her, he also didn't do a goddamn he thing. He did not. He, and none of the cops did. Gary Cole did the most, but what he got <laughs> was what he got was shot in the eye. <laughs> what he, yeah, what he got was that. But, was um, but you were saying the chemistry between Grandma and uh, and the main character was great. I really like that. And Grandma, Grandma was a great. Um, the the yeah, who's your favorite main character? Uh, peripheral character. <sighs> I don't want to. I don't want to copy and go with Grandma, but I mean, she she was a she great was actress. Awesome, yeah. I mean, yeah, her acting. Yeah, Veronica was, Cartwright, yeah, she was great. It was probably. The most solid because there were some actors who couldn't act. There was some, <laughs> that's there, true. There was there was a there that's was a, a wave story. of actors of acting ability, and hers was towards the top. That's a true story. I also didn't ultimately care about the killers because of who they ended up being, so that was not great. Because then I don't care about the, the main protect. So the main character's arc was interesting. The problem was that so much of that was a ripoff for the mechanism of who the killer was. Eventually, that it just. I mean, I thought her acting was good. She was fine. It was right. That that was fine. It was just it was just boring because you knew where it was headed. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say in the the I don't want to jump back too far, but in the visuals there was a a shot of Grandma's house like mm-hmm. that road. For some reason, when I was watching, I could just like feel the humidity. Like it, it just it just yeah. reminded me of like I mean I don't, I don't know if that area of the United States is humid, <laughs> but it felt humid to me. Totally. Like I don't know. There was just something about the way it looked. Where like you kind of felt it. A you little could bit. feel it. You could totally feel it. Um, but. No, I did. I did like the our, our main final girl. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't really bump on it at all. It like, wasn't it bumping was, on it. It was just that it was the movie had made interesting choices everywhere else, but the choices it was making for her journey and the journey of the people around her was ba- were basically the Jamie Lee Curtis arc. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, I know why. It's not different. It's funny. I actually the very I got up in the middle of the night. And my very first thought was because you were dreading sundown. No, opposite. Nobody in that town dreaded sundown. Nobody was <laughs> dreading the sundown. Like, why? Think about it. No, you're right. They, nobody they thrived in sundown. There was yeah, nobody no. on that town came to life in sundown. There was nobody on screen who was like, "Is the sun going down?" Uh oh. <laughs> like nobody, no, no. nobody, nobody was dreading. No, no. This, everyone just thirty lived their days lives. of night should have been called the town that dreaded sundown. Yeah, because that would have been way more accurate. They would be like, "Ah, shit." <laughs> thirty days should have been called thirty days of Gary Cole. Yo, that <laughs> don't don't mess around, man. That, I think I think I think, I think I think we could get a Hollywood you know, some Hollywood bunny rolling in. Um, last order of discussion. I think that was the last order of discussion. So yeah. that brings us to uh, better or yeah, worse. Before we rate it, I, I just I wanted to try something in real time. I didn't. Well, we used to, to do these for episodes. Yeah, I, it's so funny, dude. Like I keep forget. I keep unlocking shit we did for how low can we go that like made it fun. And when you said better or worse last night, I was like, oh. I totally right. forgot we did that. <laughs> right, totally. I really, it helped put the movie in perspective. Right. So sometimes we would do like in the neighborhood. So wherever this, the movies aggregated, we'd find the movies that are similar around it, but that wasn't yeah. that interesting this time, this time. So there, the thing, here's the thing about this to me, there's there may, and maybe it's how I set my expectations going in, making me like movies like this and the unborn more than most horror fans apparently do. Right. Right. Or Dagon. Like, this has happened to me a bunch of times, right? Where I, there's a level of expectation I have. And and the thing is, 
I can almost set it. I can almost set it at a movie, right? Mm-hmm. I could be like, if 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 the movie right is as good as a certain movie, then then if it's if it got over that, it was higher than what I was expecting it to do, right? right. But before I don't want to give any examples because I want to give away. I just want to try a few to you. So I'm gonna just I'm randomly say names to you, and I want you to tell me better, worse, or same, or pass because you haven't seen it's like it. an eye exam because you haven't seen it. Right, exactly. So, but during my eye exam, I feel like they always try to they'll be like you know one or two are the same. I'm like same. <laughs> Same. And they're like, okay, you can pick one or the other. And I'm like, dude, you told me it was. This. I don't know. That was. What if Bob Iger gave you an eye exam? He'd be like, here at the Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get. We we won't let you unionize or get health insurance. Whoa, whoa. I don't know if they Hard do that. Tell. I don't know if they do that. But. Okay. Um. All right. So better, worse, or same? Valentine. Ooh. Same. Same. Okay. Uh, better, worse, or same? Halloween. Oh. <laughs> I liked Hollow Man. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I have no idea what you're going to say. I'm just randomly picking movies. Oh, man. I, I'm picking movies that I thought were interesting I, to, to, bump, aside it, from to the, bump it into. Aside from the scene in Hollow <laughs> Man, uh, I'd go with Hollow Man. Just pers- that's per- just personal preference, man. That's just... House of Wax. Now, that's interesting. We talked about that. This is the first movie. These are... I, I got I to gotta go with Better Worse the Same. Better, but not. Wait, you're saying town is better? Oh no no, no. same. So, you're, wait, so you're saying this? You're, okay, that's House of Wax. House of Wax, House House of Wax is a little slightly bit slightly better. better. Right. Okay, that's what I thought you were saying. Because yeah. right, right, I got it. Now, you must you must hate Vincent Price. Um, not. I'm kidding. No, I was like, no, we're totally I'm doing kidding. the remake, I, you I'm asshole. Don't pull that on me. <laughs> totally, kidding. <laughs> totally. Kidding. Crawl. This is better. This town this, is better. Town is better than crawl. It chapter two. Ooh. Wowza. <laughs> I would watch Town of the Dread Sundown before I watched it too. So that's chapter two. Yeah. Woman in black. Oh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we're doing the if we're doing the Deanna Radcliffe one, I would probably say I would I would probably say. Oh jeez, I would probably put. I would rewatch *Talent Dread Sundown* or *Woman in Black*. Lights out. Ooh. Um. Worse. Lights out was very. I mean, that's, like that, that's Fetty Alvarez, you, man. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he's he's good. Right. Um. Okay, that that's what I th- this is that's kind of what I thought. This is wh- where I thought it was going to land. So Valentine is the movie that is my benchmark for this block of movies, right? Because I feel like Valentine is a movie that I expected to be disappointing, enjoyed while I watched it, let it sit for a while, rewatched it a few years later, thought this is pretty good, and then. I'm not wasn't like super excited about it, but like think it's pretty good. And if it does better than Valentine, then it's in my category of all right. So you're the you're the medium kind of horror movie that did better than you had to, right? And this movie's better than Valentine by a lot, <laughs> right? It's like the the where it lands is weird to me. Like my my barometer for how to judge this is telling me this movie is way past where my threshold should be, right? But then. I'll find some other movies in the category like Hollow Man 
And like I'm like I think this movie's way better than Hollow Man. I hate Hollow Man. <laughs> so I was like, what's happening? Right? That's what I mean. It's like it's so weird. But when I started picking movies, so like for example, Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine, is this better or worse than that? Yikes! Because I would say this is better, or I enjoyed it more. And if it's better, and I enjoyed it more. That means on this tiny budget, this movie that horror fans don't care about from a franchise that's dead, did better than like whatever forty billion, fifty billion. What was the budget on that movie? I think it was Platinum Doom. So, <laughs> I think I'm exaggerating, but it's a big budget movie comparatively. So um, I would, but for, for me, I would probably you put Friday a little higher. I. No, I think I'd probably put them probably about the same. You'd say because so. the Friday 2009 version isn't my favorite, right? So, you know, it's not like some beloved. I didn't like. I don't have like a core memory of like watching it with like a theater or anything like that. So no, I'd probably put, I'd probably put the same. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So like going, if you were telling me that the town that dreaded sundown, the movie that's that was that was most known to me going into it with a what ridiculous looking trombone killing, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, has a remake. And in between, nothing happened with this franchise. <laughs> and what's my excitement level for it? And I, I, I go into the, watch the movie, and I go on the way in. I'm like, look, I'm not. I can't believe I'm here to see this. But tell me that this is at least better than Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine. And you're like, that's as good. I'm like, wow, that's better than I expected. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? That's how it played out for me. Right. <laughs> but wrong turn. You probably like way more. Oh, no question. Right. See, those are the oh, these... which one? The, <laughs> the, the oh my god, you you really hated that. I'm sorry, I was just kidding. No, I, no, no, so, I did. I so, but but to me, wrong turn in time. I like this remake and wrong turn the same. <laughs> like to wow. me, they feel about the same. I love the wrong turn design. I love the killer design in this. I liked some of the characters. A lot in of each. parallels. Yeah, I I thought this movie tried more interesting things than Wrong Turn tried, so it was a little more ambitious. But I felt like. It got less right horror wise than Wrong Turn did. did so more fail. Same. Kind of balances out. Right. Where would you, okay? So let's end it with some ratings. Yes, rate. I'm just seventy flat. So wait, 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 what year do you think this movie? What year vibe did this movie give you? Like the color and all that. Was it early seventies, mid seventies, late seventies? No, I didn't think it was anywhere near the seventies. No, I thought, no, not I thought, where it was set. Like it was homaging. Like did it? Oh, feel... I thought it was homaging like seventy six. Okay, seventy six percent. That's where I rate it. That's where you rate it. <laughs> I would do. I would do sixty one. Just over fresh. That's fair. That's totally. It's sixty six right now, Ron. Yeah, on Ron Tomatoes, it's sixty six. But for critics, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the audience score. Was. Audience score here. I can tell you. I can. I can, I can <laughs> we have that technology. Yeah, we have we have the technology. Uh, forty percent. Oh, okay. So you're you're generous compared to how audiences took that movie. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that but that this is also going to be interesting. So I was thinking this the other day. I, I just want to like close on this, and then whatever you have for close, because it occurred to me the other day that I was tr- I was trying to think of a podcast that talks about things that are subjective, mm-hmm. not like facts or like not like Sean Carroll Mindscape where they're just talking hard science or whatever, but like something where you could have reasonably have two different sides of an opinion, right? And what what level of agreement do I have with them? <laughs> like, how much do I agree with the podcasts I listen to? Right. The review ones, right? So, like, for example, the Bill Simmons, like, he gives a lot of sports opinions, right? So I agree with him, like, 60% of the time. Right. 
So I'm listening to a podcast that I agree with just over half. Half, almost half the time this podcast is saying things I don't agree with, right? But I'm listening to it. So how much do you agree or don't agree with the things that you listen to? And then how much, like, how much, like, is it exciting for you when you find something where they're, you're always agreeing, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is kind of like what I was toying with in my head about, you know, this movie, as, as the further we go into the how long we go process, the more we're going to be theoretically disagreeing with more people as we go lower. <laughs> right. We're going to be watching movies that more and more people hate it. Right. So at some point we're going to find a movie at like 5% that 95% of humanity hates. And we're going to be like, this is good. <laughs> yeah. That's... This is the task we've set ourselves. Right. So then I was, I was wondering, is it annoying to listen to something that you don't agree with more and more and more? And then I realized I don't care, but it, it was just as an interesting, as a side, you know, thought of what's happening. No, weird. Here. I was trying to think. Like, Cause we're going to be chasing this down. <laughs> right. Well, we're less and less people. Are. It's interesting because we like Pat Flannery. Is that his last name? Mm-hmm. The, what makes the mm-hmm. song stink guy. And like, I agreed with his last video he did about Danny California. Like mm-hmm. I hate that song. Mm-hmm. And he also, but he also did Beverly Hills from Weezer, and I hate that song. So so far, I kind of like it when I agree with them. Right. Well, of course. I would like to. I wonder what it would be like if he did a song that like right I, like enjoyed. He's right. like, why, why can't take my eyes off you? Frankie Valli sucks. <laughs> right. I'd be like, well, hold up, hold up. Well, it's not. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's also so here. I like Bloody Good Horror, a podcast that I really like that does review horror movies. I haven't been able to listen to. They've shuffled their hosts. I haven't listened to much recently, but um, it, the old iterations of the hosts. I know, like, of the host, I'll probably agree with Eric, like, two out of three times. I'm going to disagree with Casey a lot of the time. It's not a thing. It's just different people have different tastes or whatever. What I appreciate is that there's, that I get it all. I wouldn't want to listen to the Eric show and just have someone who I agree with all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not built that way. I don't want to hear just the agreement part of it all the time. So that's what I'm hoping as the further lower we go. (laughs) <laughs> that there's that that spirit lives somewhere because we're gonna be we're gonna be raving movies at two percent or maybe not maybe this all will be terrible we'll find out we there's only one way to find out that's just the you know <laughs> quickest, quickest way to get there straight across <laughs> we're gonna just keep straight fucking down. yeah straight down dude right. we're just gonna we're gonna figure that out so uh yeah let us know what you think you know, if you like Tyler Dredd, send that. If you saw if you if it got, if you're one if of the that one hundred fifty four thousand dollars it made, if there are twelve dollars of that is you, <laughs> let us know. I'd be I'd be curious via a, a five star Amazon review. Uh, also, we're still talking about Horror Hotel. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing some giveaways. We actually have stuff created. Mm-hmm. By the time this episode's out, the the uh, contest should be up and running. So, yeah. for more details on that. Go to our Facebook page. It'll probably be the pinned post on there. Yes. Um, Depending on when you're hearing this. If you're hearing this, you know, soon after it's released, it'll definitely be in there. It's facebook.com slash Weekly. And if you're listening to this two years afterwards, it's still there's there. probably a sequel. No, I, probably... we just walked away from the page. And just left it. <laughs> just, that was it. Just left it's it there. High from just the past. <laughs> Keep entering. Dust our hands <laughs> off and walk. It's a, it's a, go home, Bueller. The prizes are gone. <laughs> the prizes, prizes are gone. <laughs> Until next time, stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies, and we'll talk to you. We'll see you guys at 47%. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.